Hello, my name is Matt Bragg. And I'm Gavin Lazarus. We are musicians, podcasters. And of course, talking pictures fans. So Gavin, should we choose a film to review then? Be my guest. Very kind of you, but what film should we talk about? <clears throat> yes. Now, it is rare for a B-movie exploitation pop film to spawn a direct sequel, but this is what happened in the case of 1965's Be My Guest, the follow-up to Live It Up from 1963. It stars not one, but two soon-to-be icons of the swinging 60s, Steve Marriott and David Hemmings. The plot, such as it is, concerns a working-class family moving to Brighton to inherit a run-down guesthouse and the foiling of a fiendish plan to rig a local talent show. Yep, deep stuff. The pop movie genre only occasionally produces real quality. A hard day's night for sure. The best of the Cliff Richard vehicles, perhaps. Most, however, were flimsy froth which stood or fell according to the calibre of the musical cavalcade that passed through them. Every now and then, though, where a little bit of care and attention has been invested in the script and there is some burgeoning talent either in front of or behind the camera, these slender movies can be good fun. Be My Guest is one such movie. The film reprises the three young leads from Live It Up, played by Hemmings, Marriott and John Pike, but in an entirely different story. The script sensibly avoids giving lines to wooden pop stars. Obviously, Marriott is about to embark on a stellar music career with small faces, but that's not why the former Artful Dodger was cast. Instead, it opts for a sturdy central cast showing an investment in its dramatic continuity that's conspicuously lacking in far too many films of this type. The film stars a post-play at Cool and Some People, David Hemmings, both shown regularly on Talking Pictures, and it's immediately pre-blow-up, which catapulted him to superstardom and was one of the films that defined swing in London. So it did. And he's suitably assured here... He's also clearly learnt a bit of guitar since his ropey miming some people days. Steve Marriott, as with Live It Up, gives a sparky, cocky performance. Every inch the cheeky cockney and a real natural on camera. In fact, it's a bit of a shame that his successful music career took him away from the acting game, as he clearly has more to offer. Had he lived into the 90s, he might have been a shoo-in for a Guy Ritchie movie. The film was the support movie for Morecambe and Wise's flick The Intelligence Men and reunited prolific British B-movie merchant Lance Comfort right at the end of his long directorial career and indeed life with screenwriter Lynn Fairhurst, who he'd also worked with on Live It Up and the Ackerbilt vehicle Band of Thieves, a film that was much more enjoyable than it had any right to be. Writer and broadcaster Lynn Fairhurst was Comfort's regular scribe, and his script is surprisingly sparky. Yes, Fairhurst has definitely got form in this genre, and he knew how to incorporate gentle humour into what is essentially a continuity plot. Ultimately, though, these films are only as good as the music in them, and this one is, shall we say, average with notable highlights. Yes, where Live It Up featured Gene Vincent polishing a traction engine... Be My Guest is graced by a piano-pounding cameo from one of the most famous of all the pioneering rock and rollers, Jerry Lee Lewis. The killer! Here, rebuilding his career after his late 50s controversies, backed by Weybridge rockers the Nashville teens themselves appearing in the wake of their biggest hit, John D. Loudermilk's Tobacco Road. The music director is Shel Talmy, the UK-based American producer, then riding a wave of groundbreaking landmark records by the Kinks and the Who. While few of the acts seen performing in this movie measure up to any of the aforementioned, it is abundantly clear that much has changed in the 15 months or so between the two films. Although the Beatles are mentioned in Live It Up, the music in that earlier film handled by the legendary British maverick Joe Meek was firmly rooted in an early 60s British shadows-walking pop-and-roll sound. Here, it is abundantly obvious that the Beatles and their rivals the Rolling Stones have landed and gutsy R&B-influenced beat groups are the order of the day. So, there you go. These films are an anathema to many people, but this one is good fun and better than most. 
and it's showing only on Talking Pictures TV at 11.55am on Sunday the 14th of June. Yes, indeed. We hope you've enjoyed this review. If you have, or even if you haven't, please do check out our podcast, Natalie entitled Britpop Movies of a Certain Age, which is available on most good streaming services. In the meantime, I've been Matt Bragg. And I'm still Gavin Lazarus.